Here's the best sales strategy you could do for your clients. So when you're talking to people, people care about different things. So number one, you gotta be a chameleon in the sense where if like somebody's talking about family, you better turn into the family guy. And you better be talking about family with them. Even if you don't have a family and you don't care for family, you're gonna have to be a family guy with them for that five, six, seven, eight minutes. If somebody's talking about politics and they love Trump, you better love Trump. If somebody's talking about politics and they love Biden, you better love Biden. Like, so whatever the client needs you to be is what you have to be for them. If somebody just got divorced, I'm gonna be very soft-spoken. I'm gonna try to help them out. I'm gonna try to be their hero, right? If somebody just had a death in the family, I'm gonna try to be their therapist. I'm gonna try to hear them out. I'm gonna try to talk about a death that I've experienced. So whatever the client's going through, you need to be relevant in what you're going through uh, that was similar to their experience. There's also the way you talk. If you got a New York client, New Jersey client, I'm super quick, I'm fast, I'm to the point. I'm a little more assumptive, a little more swaggier. If I'm talking to an old lady from Maryland or Georgia, I talk a little slower, you know? I laugh a little more. I throw in a little more jokes. My tonality changes a little. So the best strategies to do is match your client, match their tone, match their tempo, match their stories, match their interests. That's how you have to change it up. The second aspect of it would be, what kind of learner are they? And this is high level stuff. When I'm talking to somebody, do I say like, if I ask you a question on the phone, like, so explain to me, how did you end up in this predicament? I know it's, things are very tough right now. You're a little behind. How did you end up here? And they say like, it's been crazy. All I hear is the bill collectors. I just heard something, all I hear. So they might be an audio learner. But if they say like, yeah, it's crazy and it absolutely feels horrible, I just heard feel. So they might be a kinesthetic learner. Or if they say like, yeah, it's crazy. I never seen a situation like this before in my life. Then they might be a visual learner. When I get those cues, what do I do? I start talking more about things that are visual. When I'm presenting my option, I might say like, you never have to see those bills again. Now I'm connecting to the type of learner they are. This is like 2.0 stuff, right? Or I might say if they're a kinesthetic learner and I sense that from them on the conversation, I see like, now you never have to feel that stress again of having zero in the bank. Or if they're an audio learner, I'd say like, now you never have to hear your husband nagging again about all the credit cards. And I attract their audio learner. Now this is very tough to do sometimes. So if I can't figure it out on the phone because they're throwing in a couple cues, because some people are different types of learners. Like, let me ask you something. If I ask you, hey, I need you to come over and paint my house for me. And let's say you've never painted before. Do you have to watch a video of me painting for you to learn it? Do you have to hear an audio on your way of how to paint? Or do you have to come here and paint with me for a half an hour for you to actually learn it? Answer that question yourself and that'll tell you what kind of learner you are. For our client, if I can't figure it out, I try to attract all three. I say, this program's gonna be amazing. As a matter of fact, you're gonna tell me at the end of this that you've never seen anything as beautiful. Boom, visual point. And as I'm moving forward, I'm saying, and the best part about it is, those people calling you for those credit cards, you're never gonna have to hear that phone dingle and ring again. Boom, audio point. Then I say, and the most important part of this process is the way it's gonna feel when I see you at the closing table and I give you that $23,000 in cash. Boom, just got a feel point. I'm hitting all three of them, regardless of what learner they are, so I make sure I I attract them. Take it a step further. Now we get into the follow-up. Well, in my email, I'm going to have a picture of Hawaii. In my email, I'm going to have an amortization schedule. When I'm talking to them, I might make them add up the debts so they could do something on their own. So now they're hearing it, they're seeing it in an email, and they're doing it, right? I might give them a blank Excel sheet that says, type in your current situation here and how fast you can pay off your mortgage. Let them do some homework. So I could even throw these kind of things into the follow-up. So those are some fire-ass strategies to use right now. I mean, the more I talk about sales, the more I want to go back and and sell. I mean, but I'm doing it. I mean, you guys see me in these shops. Some of you are on the call. I'm jumping on phone calls. I love this stuff. I die for this stuff. This is what I live for.